I believe we're back. Excellent. Uh, I also partially wanted to do that so that I could crack my shoulders and my back so that you all didn't have to listen to those sounds. Although I've just realized that I kept our recording software going. So that is definitely in the recording and we'll need to cut out. Yeah. Oh, what, was it spicy, Ben? It feels like the it might thing, have been spicy. The things that I edit out of this show sometimes. <laughs> Whoops. I Whoops. think there are certain people on the show mm. that are serial snackers. And I, they might mute their microphone or their, their Discord or whatever we're using. Yeah. But I hear it when I edit. Oh, you might and, need to warn that particular person that I oh, think you're thinking of. It's, it's not. It's I mean, not I do just, it too. I do it too. I'm fully aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, fully aware that I, I do it. But we get hungry. We record for a long time. And some of us don't have a lot to do in certain sections of it. This is true. Um, yes. Now, um, Paul, I have noticed your question. I'm actually going to use that to lead into talking about something else. But uh, welcome back, everybody. For those who were not here at the start. Hi, hello. I am Kate, Ori Sullivan, Kate, and all the things. This is the lovely Ben. Uh, ben is our wonderful GM uh, here at Dungeons & Doctorates, and the two of us are the only two members of the D&Docs team who are currently in Australia. So we figured we would take an opportunity to have a chat, have a catch-up. We've talked about packs. I've taken some questions from chat as well as um, some questions from our, our Google form, uh, which you can find in our link tree in any of our social media bios. Um, but I do want to throw a couple of questions more at Ben uh, before we we sort of go. Uh, and one of them, which I think is great, uh, it is from Sonia. Um, mm-hmm. And the question is, they've got a few questions, but we're only going to answer one of them today because some of them are targeted at like Joe and Ross or Ross and I or whatever. So we want to save those for when those people are here. Mm-hmm. Um, but what feat do you think, Ben, is underrated? Underrated. underrated. Okay. What are the, what are the most underrated feats? Um. I and chat, please, please. What do you think are the most underrated feats? Because I feel like you mm. are also going to have mm. opinions when it comes. Un- to so this. underrated is tricky because obviously, yeah. like feats like lucky, super useful. Yeah. Being able to reroll things. I think people have spoken at length about how good lucky is as a feat. Um. I, okay, one of my favorite feats that I think is underrated mm-hmm. is telekinetic. Ooh, okay. Can so you explain tele- why? Yeah, so telekinetic uh, is a feat uh, that, one, you get to increase your intelligence, wisdom, or charisma by one. Mm-hmm. So it's, so many feats are like, you get to increase, you either get to increase a stat by two or one stat or two stats by one. Yeah. Um, or you get to take a feat this is a feat that lets you get one in one and another stat as well. Yeah. Intelligence, wisdom, or charisma. It, um, so it's not, it, it doesn't hurt as hard mm. as some of the other things might do. Um, you also get to learn Mage Hand as a cantrip. We love Mage Hand. I love Mage Hand. Mage Hand is great. If you don't have access to Mage Hand, this is yeah. a way to get Mage Hand. Um, telekinetic also lets you cast it without verbal or semantic components. Yeah. And yeah. you can also make your mage hand invisible. Yeah, which is my favorite part of it. Um, <laughs> and if means. you already know mage hand, it increases its range by 30 feet, which is useful. I think it's it's better if you don't already know mage hand because you get yeah. mage hand as a spell. And as a bonus action, you can telekinetically shove a creature within 30 feet. Yes. By push, And you push them, either push or pull them five feet. Yeah. Uh, they get to make a strength saving throw. 
But if you're a class that doesn't really have bonus actions, um, yeah. being able to push or pull things as a bonus action is so great. Like, uh, I think this is fantastic on a lot of spellcasters that don't get bonus actions. So like wizards, mm -hmm. sorcerers, uh, <laughs> so, warlocks. Yeah. Oh my I mean, yes, you get, do get some bonus actions, but you're often not casting those spells. Yeah, like because uh, we need them. For other, we need the exactly, casting ability. Exactly. And so, just as a bonus action on your turn, being able to push something away from you or pull something towards you, um, great for like, oh, that person's on an edge of a cliff or something. Bonus yeah. action, shove. Like Baldur's Gate three, we know what shove is like. Being able just yeah. to like push. Um, and if you're involved in a, a melee and you don't want to be involved in that bonus action shove push them five feet away now i can move and not provoke attacks yeah um yeah. it's so good and like in most cases you don't your bonus action is not being used for something else as like a warlock or a, a sorcerer yeah um unless you're like quick casting a spell yeah um and then like it's just like oh well i'm just gonna bonus action shove and like yeah, it's it's such a good little uh, feat. I mm. think it's underrated. That's my choice. Telekinetic. Yeah. I think I have two, and the reason I have two is one of them I feel like is a like combatty one, and one of them's a non combatty one. Um, so my combatty one is alert as a feat, mm -hmm. uh, just because I don't think people acknowledge that the getting to go being, first in a fight. Well, not that's not the bit that I actually think is the best. I think it's the preventing hidden targets from attacking you with advantage is the best part of that feat. Mm -hmm. Like, basically, you ain't hiding from me. And that, I think, is so... Especially as someone who plays, in this campaign, a wizard. In my other campaign, a warlock. Like, I'm squishy, so mm -hmm. the idea of... Surprise a, attack, yeah. Yeah, like, surprise attacks are a legitimately terrifying prospect... Because I could get very much hurt and almost downed, especially at low levels, from a surprise attack at advantage. Um, so that plus five to initiative is great, but also the specifically the part about um, preventing hidden targets from attacking you, I think, is mm -hmm. so key to that. And I yes. guess kind of on the same vein, didn't really realise that these two were so similar, but one of them is combat and one of them's not, is the observant feat. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know if... Harold has the observant feet or is just observant AF. But um, that's the... Uh, you get, like, you get a, a singular stat bump in either intelligence or wisdom, which, like, as a wizard, I would probably just take the in bump because, of <laughs> course, I would. But it allows you to... Um, it increases your passive and uh, perception and investigation, which <laughs> in a roleplay-based campaign is so useful especially for traps and things like that, as we all know from yes. Baldur's Gate 3. Yes. Ugh, traps. Um, but also that it allows you, and this is maybe just because, I mean, I don't play a rogue. I'm not really a rogue person, but the idea to be able to read, or understand what a creature is saying by reading their lips if they speak the same language as you, that's mm -hmm. sick. Like, suddenly secrets don't become as powerful for the DM to hold over your head, in my opinion. Yes. Um, so I just think that, like that works really well from an intelligence gathering perspective, or if you're trying to investigate something, um, I kind of want, I kind of wish my um, kobold character, that's that's the kind of thing that my ranger kobold would kind of have. You know what I mean? If I was picking up a, a, a feat for them, um, don't really pick up feats for my kobolds because they're for one shots and it's it's a bit, yeah. But um, that idea of, yeah, that, 
that extra information gathering part of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Here's observant and alert thing. feel similar, but also so, very different. Um, this is something that like a lot of racial abilities that they that races had in three point five. Yeah, haven't carried across into later generations. Oh yeah, one of them is mm. something elves used to get. So elves used to always get bonuses on their listen, search, and spot, which if you were to carry forward would be a bonus on your perception skill. So el- elves, elven so eyes, we're all elven Legolas. ears. Yeah, okay, yeah great. exactly. But also, elves in three point five used to. Yeah. If you, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it here from okay. from a, a wiki. Uh, an elf who merely passes within five feet of a secret or concealed door is entitled to a search check to notice it as if they were actively looking for it. Yes, please. Yes, please. Says the person playing an elf. Yes, I love it. They're please, like, forever. Elves were just like really good at noticing hidden things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, we're great. What do you want? <laughs> and it's interesting that that hasn't carried across into more modern i mean maybe there is an uh, elven subclass that i'm unaware of that gets something like that um i mean i think i think the thing there is though that you want um you don't want a race to end up overpowered and automatically by race getting perks like that i mean i halfling luck is halfling mm-hmm. luck f- fine but there aren't a lot of them that get racial feats that would be so often used Mm-hmm. Right, I, like I, I'm gonna point out that uh, half orc get like the ability to stand up when they get like if they were to be dropped to zero, they get back up at one. Yeah, um, but that's that like the number of times that that's going to be useful is not as many as walking through a place and not seeing stuff and then suddenly being able to search check without the player true. ever knowing. Yeah, that they were looking for something. That's my yeah, yeah. like. You know, as a player, that if you if you get down to zero, you can get back up at one, and that is a that can inform your play. Whereas, oh, I just find everything. I mean, not all of us are Harold. That's true. Like that's true. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, um it's, yeah. I I think we we could talk at length about the differences between older D and D editions and. and I mean, you D&D. could. I. Can't. No, I mean, like I. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I was using the royal way. The royal way. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I think it's definitely. What about um? What is one that you think is overrated? Because we've talked about underrated feats. What about mm-hmm. overrated feats? Overrated feats. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm extending the question because, like, yeah. I think. Uh, I, I I'm I'm gonna modify it. I think it is overrated to take a stat boost. Okay. Can you explain why you are a feet, feet king? Because improving your stats does make your character better at, at hitting the thing, making the spell check, improving your spell DC. Mm-hmm. But uh, where's the flavor? Yeah, okay. Give me a feat so- that makes you good at using throne weapons. Give me a feat that makes you a detective giving a feat that like you know makes you good at jumping things like some of them are not all feats are created equal that's Mm -hmm. just a thing but a character that takes feats are going to have so many more options and so many more interesting things that like make them more unique 
whereas opposed to just like i'm just going to get my strength to 20 and cap it and then then i'll start looking at feats like well i'd much rather take sentinel and pole master uh and like just be like no one gets close to me or my friends yeah yeah like uh, yeah i think there are there are there are plenty of interesting options and yeah i mean like i think the problem is there are some classes that you need to do that like monks you really need to to increase your decks and your wisdom like mm. they need them well i was uh, say like i i get it a lot because um my like there's not a lot of ways to increase your charisma with mm-hmm. like as a warlock there's not a lot of ways to increase your charisma through a feat right yeah. and sometimes for pushing up some of those saves that you want people to have to save against, you kind of need yeah, to bump your stat. That's true. Um, which, like, is a bummer, but it makes sense. <sighs> yeah, it makes your abilities hit more often. It makes them save, the saves last, makes them work. Yeah, I get it. But yeah. that's why it's my overrated choice, because everyone, do, everyone does it. Yeah. Mine's, like... Again, I, I, I hate that I have two, but it's because I play very like a couple of very different kinds of characters mm. so i think the spell sniper feat is overrated okay uh which is the one that doubles your range on your attack roll spells and ignores cover mm-hmm. and like look <laughs> ignoring cover is dumb <laughs> and i say that from a like from a as a person who plays rp heavy dnd like i'm fully aware that i'm saying that from that perspective but like it is more interesting for you to get around the cover or for when they pop their head out for you to hold your action until they do that and smack them in the head than it is for you to just be able to be like, cover's not there. Mm. I'm like, meh. And also, half the time the people who take Spell Sniper are like, I've got Eldritch Blast. Like, You've got 120 feet. you got 90 feet of spell range. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Like... What are you trying to leave the battle before you used a spell? Like, what do you want? Is your, uh, is your DM running battle mats on like a long scroll? And yeah, like, like who has who has that kind of range on their their battle map? That long, yeah, yeah. Like, I just think it's uh, yeah. I'm I'm a bit meh on that. Um, the other one that I think is overrated, and I say this as a person who plays bards because bards are great, uh, is the actor feat. Ah, uh, look, I. There are better half feats take in the actor feat. It feels like the natural one that bards will take because it's the bardy sounding one. Mm. All it does is like speech mimicry and advantage on checks to pose as someone else. Okay, mm-hmm. well, you can do a performance check to mimic someone else's speech. Yes. And advantage on checks to pose as someone else, that's what disguise self and other things that are vastly more interesting will give you and give you more character reasons to use. So that's me. But again, like, whatever. It's the, the other one is like the athlete feat for the same kind of reason. I mean, keen mind is another one. Yeah. Like being able to act, act accurately recall anything you've seen or heard within the past month. Grappler, meh. I mean, uh, grappler, I, like, if you're building like a proper, like, wrestler character, grappler can no. be fun. Like, shove the creature prone and then give yourself advantage to hit them. Like, why? Why would you... Like, it, it uses up so much of your action yeah. to grapple them. Why wouldn't you just sh- take one where you can shove them as a bonus action, which put knocks them prone, and then punch them in the head? 
because I want to I want to be a luchador and I want to do the I want to I want to leap into the sky and grapple a dragon and then pin okay. it to the, and pin it. I st- I stand by my sentiment. Like mm-hmm. meh. There are very there aren't enough use cases for it. Basically, yeah, it's true. it's yeah. it's just a bit. I a think bit yeah, definitely meh. some feats have not aged well. Yeah, yeah look, it is. It what is what it is. is. Yeah. Um, why do I feel that like Keen Mind turns into I remember everything? So DM, tell me what I don't remember. So I d- yeah, Keen yeah. Mind is Keen Mind is I don't want to take notes. Yeah. Boom. Keen Mind is I remember all the things. So tell me the thing that I I have forgotten, but my character doesn't. I mean, look, I'm not gonna lie. There is there are players that I have played with whose attention span is not high enough as a player where that would actually be a fair and reasonable thing for them to take exclusively because their characters would remember they just don't. But, you know... It, the benefit of playing a dumb character is if you don't, if you forget a character's name, that's a that's a real character choice. And yeah, you're like, making oh, that choice. I, I might remember this person's name. My character doesn't. Does not, yeah. Oh, I do it all the time. I'm like, nah, Potentia doesn't care who you are. Yeah. She doesn't. That's how that is. All right. Um, I want to jump back. So back when we started this podcast and we started doing The Common Room, which was, um, just for clarity, like, our first one was in September 2020? October 2020? So we had done the show for a month. A month or two, and we did just do some stuff. Um, I'm, I'm just rolling back through the questions so that we can ask some of those because I think they are great, and I think they would be colored very differently to the way we answered them that time so for example um what episode ben have you enjoyed making the most so far and i'm aware of how weighty a question i have just dropped on you with no notice so (sighs) ha ha enjoyed making yeah that is the question i mean i had a lot of fun way back when that Halloween, the first Halloween one uh, in the party, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I enjoy, I've, I've made no secret that I enjoy yeah. being Mr. Red as a yeah. character. Yeah. That's um, fair. There's, there's a something about that character, which is like, it's, it's all ego. Yeah. Like it's, it's pure ego. Uh, which is really fun to play. Yeah. Uh, and those interactions have like the 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 frustration, the visceral frustration from the characters and players as yeah. they interact with Mister Red is is fun to play. Yeah. Because he he is uh, at his worst, he is an antagonist. At his best, yes. he is an annoyance. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Very much. Um, uh, so the, like, he's fun. Um, Cobalt Capers are just a blast. Yeah. Uh, I think all the, I think all those Cobalt Caper moments are a lot of fun. Like suddenly we're pirate Cobalts or now we're, uh, now there's a T-Rex in the room and we're riding a T-Rex. Yep. Why not? Let's do let's do the big thing and do it we'll, as we'll get, much get, as possible. Get stuck in the walls of a building, get trapped, and been sucked into an air vent. Yeah, just yeah. I think 
Cobalt Capers have been great. I, uh, I had a lot of love for the the party at Michael's house one. Um, at Gore's place. Yeah. I call it Michael's party because it was a party for it's, Michael it's, as opposed yeah, Michael's to party, like, but it's at Gore's place. Yeah. At Gore, well, I'm at Gore at Michael's place. It's their place yeah. together, but yes. or their frat house. Um, but because I, I think we got to see a lot of the world, I guess. Like we, you know, so often in D and D we focus on the characters, and that's kind of it. But we got to see the other people that exist in the world going on and living their life. And that's kind of neat. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think we do that in, um, I don't think we do that in life enough, really. Like, that we sort of step out a little bit to um, to see the, the bigger picture, the mm. characters. Um, and I, I kind of enjoy that from the perspective of, of getting to do that. Really, um, I think I think sort of it's see that. it's something that's quite unique to to us in our show mm. is that we really aren't afraid to to stop and dwell in those quiet yes. moments. Yeah, when it's not an adventure happening, it's just no. a party for someone's birthday at someone's house, but it's at a fantasy city university so something stupid's gonna happen yeah but it's and like this the stupid thing air quote stupid thing is that their uh housemate who is a bit of a jerk oh the one happens to be who happens to be a wizard (laughs) the one that i convinced (laughs) the one that passed out yeah the guy the guy who like who is a bit of a jerk not great at socializing yeah but is at this party happens to be a wizard yeah and and like but the the bit that like that's something apart from the wizard part that's something a lot of people experience like in those those situations uh and i think there's definitely been times where like you've seen somebody caught in a conversation they don't want to be in and you want to go rescue them um yeah yeah i think that i agree that was of much more down to earth but relatable like story arc that yeah. just happened to be at a barbarian's uh like flat in in a fantasy city and with a bunch of wizards and stuff around like but that's i mean and uh, you know i've spoken at length with different people around the place that i part of what i love is that we have a very specific world like a lot of and I say this, casting absolutely no aspersions on any other actual play, just to be clear. Um, but we have a very, very specific world where a lot of actual plays, you could kind of transplant the same stories, any world setting, and they roughly look the same. Um, some exceptions are things like the Dimension 20 actual plays, some of the mm-hmm. ones that have very specific, like, sticks with them um Mm -hmm. mentopolis Mm -hmm. is the one that i'm immediately thinking of which was like characters in the mind like in someone's mind Mm -hmm. those ideas but i think it's interesting how much because our setting is so recognizable that we can dwell in those moments because we know what they're like it's like when we were sitting on the um lawn out the front of the dean's garden dean's garden 
Yeah. Where I snuck in, like, yeah. Those those sort of things, like, we've sat on you know on grass on campuses before, or you've, um, especially you know, we know that a large number of our our listening audience are university educated. Um, of course, we've all sort of had a lot of these experiences, um, just because we have. Like, they are common to a zeitgeist. People understand what they are. And our characters get to experience them from very different perspectives, um, mm-hmm. which I really like. We all have, uh, we all have uh, opinions on various uh, university faculties where yeah. we're like, we don't go into that faculty. That's weird. They do some strange stuff over there. We don't want to be involved with them. And they're probably, gen- like, probably quite lovely people and probably perfectly normal. But like, why is it in the like the basement of that building? It's creepy down there. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely parts of my old university, like my undergrad university degree, I'm like, I don't want to go down there. It's weird down there. That's a part of the university I don't want to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's it's so, so weirdly normal, but yet wizards and druids and bards and, and so on. Um, mm-hmm. I just realised that I have a question for you that I didn't submit because I don't submit questions. I was going to run the questions. That's how this works. Um, but I kind of wanted to talk about, uh, yeah, I once got lost in the surgery building at my old uni. It was creepy. Yes, toxic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes, correct. Um, oh, old hospital buildings. Um, I wanted to talk a bit, and I, I don't know it's so much a question as a thing I think we should discuss, because you and I, in the middle of a session, had to have a conversation that would not have made it to air about consent because I was about to be like, cool, Potentia's going to flirt with Raymond to get us out of this situation. Ah, uh, hey, Ben, um, are you okay with that? Because I, we haven't dealt with this as an issue. And then you and I have subsequently had yeah. some conversations about that stuff because of the potential ramifications from that and, yes. and so I mean, on part, and so forth. So part of that, like, there are great, um, great resources for finding out lines and veils in your players yeah. and and we we highly recommend using them uh, when we started we were unaware of these things but also we never foresaw that these things would be elements of the show we were originally making yes not that we are making something hugely yes. different now but the original version of what we were making this would not have been mm-hmm. an mm-hmm. issue necessarily yes uh and then it was <laughs> um yeah I, you know, people have heard me yell on the internet enough about consent and in, in stuff on TTRPGs. I've recently been having a nice debate mm-hmm. on a certain Muskian um, social media site about that very mm-hmm. thing. But it strikes me as something that I'm like, I'm glad that we've set up an environment where I could have just gone, hey, Ben, I'm just going to check. Are you good with this? Because this is what yeah. I'm planning to do. You good? Great. Safety checks. I'm going to do it now. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so important to know that you can say that and like yeah. i would have totally been happy if you'd said no to do something else i would have mm-hmm. come up with something else i probably would have lent on racism which is not great either, but mm. Mm. probably would have lent on that idea of like um mm. you know we're both elves you raised this last time as opposed to the sort of um infinitely uh, more unusual potential floating yeah which yeah. I think is really funny how much 
Ross and Joe just went, what the hell just happened? I'm like, yeah, she comes from a country where power is weird. <laughs> yeah. It. This is yeah. how power works. It's weird. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I think it was, it was a really interesting, um, thing that we kind of had to manage around. Um, and then it sort of came up again in that episode we were just talking about with the, um, the, the, the drunk guy, the, drunk. the housemate, yeah, the, the yeah. drunk housemate. I'm like, I'm glad that we'd sort of worked out with each other sort of what we're happy with. And then we've subsequently had more conversations around it because of the horrible, horrible plan of horrible <laughs> that we have going. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an interesting one and I don't know how chat feel and please feel free chat to um, throw it to us if you want to um, about how stories can evolve in that way. Um, yeah, I think we kept in a little bit of it. We we we, um, yes. or we, we, we did keep in a little bit of it. I don't think we kept in all of it um, or if we did, it was... I think I edited, I, I, I slimmed it down when I put it in. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is one of those weird things that, you know, I, I've spoken at length before about how I've been in campaigns where people have not done those safety checks and mm-hmm. I don't play in those campaigns anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is an interesting one. From a DM's perspective, how, what would you suggest to other DMs about ways to ensure that your A, players feel comfortable enough to raise that with you, which I'm, I'm aware you and I have a relationship that goes back long enough that we can just have mm-hmm. that conversation as a shorthand conversation, um, but also ways that you can make sure that if you're planning something that could potentially go down a route that is not something that's been discussed, not outside of the bounds of anyone's mm-hmm. lines and veils, but is something that people might be like, mm, I mean, no. I think definitely... At the at the start of the campaign, mm. the, like before you run a game with somebody, be like, "Hey, before we do this, I need to know: Are there any things that are just like hard nose? Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's violence to certain groups of people, yep. children, whoever it might be, um, whether it's uh, relationships between NPCs and characters, explicit." Or, or otherwise, um, whether you're like, uh, it's like, oh, I, I, I'm okay as long as it's off screen. Like we close the curtain and they go off to their room or whatever. Like that's mm-hmm. a thing. Um, and but there, there are so many things that are that you as a DM probably don't come up. Uh, I'm going to modify an example from mm-hmm. somebody that has that have I've played with. Yeah. Um. They have. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna change it from what it actually is. Um, they have. If it's, a, a, if it's a ne- phobic they- related, use use needles because that's my phobia, and you can no, just work around. They had it. a negative experience with. I'm gonna say, a dog. Sure. Yep. And so the idea of a dog or a dog-like creature attacking their character. Yeah. Is something that would set off red flags for them. Of course. And like and be a trigger. To some to some some real trauma. And so I was like, but as a DM, I I personally have no problems with dogs. Yes. And I would and like wolves and things are a common enemy type in, in many a game. Yes, they are. So 
I would not think about that. But if but if you check in with your players, like, hey, let me know in like, and also do this privately as well. Like, message me anything that you're concerned about. Um, and you can always refer back to it and like put together like, there's one thing to be like, okay, thanks for sending me through that thing. Great. But take that list, take those things that are actually like hard no's, like hard lines mm. and make yourself a cheat sheet list of these are the things yeah. I cannot include. Um, or, and then like, and then the, these are the things I can include as long as I check in first. Yeah. Um, and like maybe do disclaimers before that session. Like, Hey, just a heads up. We're going to be going into a place that has scorpions. Um, I know that for some of you, scorpions are things that you don't like. Uh, it's not going to be a direct thing, but it's going to be like maybe They're you're okay fighting, fighting them in battle, but you don't want me to describe certain things about the scorpion or something. Like, yeah, there are ways you can work around it because in the end, you want everyone at your table, virtual or real, to have a good time. Sorry, I just had everyone virtual or real at your table as opposed to everyone at your virtual or real table. My mm. brain did some grammar monkeys. It was great. But no, uh, and that's, I think yeah, that's absolutely yeah. true. Like, the point of the game is for people to be coming together to do something collaborative. And if you've managed to set people off to that they don't want to engage, mm-hmm. why are they and there? Like, and if why you're are you thinking, there? oh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you with your phobia. We're going to do some exposure therapy. No. You are not a therapist. You are not helping them. All right. I mean, you've, like, you've, you've, I mean yes, you've said the yes, thing. Are, I'm, getting on my, I'm getting on my soapbox, Ben, because uh, I... Mm, I mean, the number of people who are not like all te- men, but te- te- mm, misogynists on the internet. We love yeah. them so much. Um, yeah. They uh, so there was a whole thing about um, you know people use it for therapy, so you should be able to do whatever you want. Checklists shouldn't exist. Blah blah blah. Now, um, anyone who's met me ever would know how much I was not okay with that sentiment at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got a little bit ranty on the internet, which is a mistake. Don't get ready on Twitter. It's not a good plan. Yeah. Uh, but I like those kinds of games where, yes, TTRPGs are used for therapy. That is a thing that exists. They are done with everyone's consent about what the topics are. They are done under the guise of a licensed therapist, usually mm-hmm. multiple mental health professionals in the room. They are done yeah. very specifically with lots of structure because that's how therapy works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, like there are ones that, that like there's a reason that um, TTRPGs uh, work really well for people with like um, difficulty as children engaging with others because they put you an opportunity to engage with other people in a safe way that is guided by somebody and your yes. interactions are built naturally. And, you know, yeah, yeah. yes to all of that. However, all of those people outside of that hour, three hours, five hours, full weekend, whatever, mm-hmm. have real lives with real things going on. There are things that like I've sent messages to Ben before and been like, hey, um, I am good. Can we not go too heavy for me today? Because I don't have the spoons to do that. I will 100 percent. I'm here to play it. I can play at a certain level. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. please don't go ham on my character this for our recording session. Mm-hmm. You can save it all up for next time, but I haven't slept in three days. <laughs> like yeah. I need, I no kid gloves, please. Yeah, and um, like checking in with your players after sessions as well, especially if it's like emotional stuff going yeah. on. Like I, I basically every time something like stuff gets 
real in a game. I'm yeah. like, hey, are you okay? Just want to make sure. And you like, guys all did it to me the day that I was like literally crying during recording because it sounded better. Um, basically, the audio was great. Because you um, don't hold back, you nah. wonderful, talented person. Suck. Oi, compliments. Gross. Um, but no, that idea of like, because that was the, the scene with Bonin in the library after the big reveal. And I was like, mm-hmm. stuff it. I'm just going to let whatever happens to my face happen because it doesn't affect me and my performance. And I'm, I operate in 80-20, or 80-20-90-10, which is 90%, 80%, 90% in, 10 to 20%. Kate mm-hmm. um but I can just go and then everyone was just like are you good I'm like I'm fine it's called acting um like yeah. that's that's kind of how that works yeah yeah <laughs> sure. which you know I am fully aware though that that I was like is everyone else good because I I went hard mm-hmm. sorry <laughs> I no, know like- I know you guys haven't dealt with that before from me Sorry. Talented individual. <laughs> giving 110%. Your, no, your no, only giving 80 or 90. That's the point. Got to keep yourself. No going full method. Method's mm-hmm. bad. That's mm-hmm. a different tirade for if I ever decide to stream myself and I get to go on my high horse about, about method acting. But mm. I think it is so important that um, the check-in stuff is important before a session, after a session, after something super intense. Giving people space. And like, oh, just like taking, being able to, hey, let's take a five minute break. Yeah. Because uh, didn't I? Oh, I had, I had two scenes back to back. Yeah. You I, you you worked out. You worked really hard. There was a session where it was me and I. You were talking to Bonin, and then immediately after that scene, Harold talking to Raffi. Yeah. No, and other way I, round. Other way round. Because I let you do that first. Yeah. So that I had the mental time to walk across campus, so that you yeah. guys could do that first. Yeah. Yeah. I had to like. Like I got, I think I got like emotional whiplash, like, got, yeah. like going from Raffi being Raffi, just like, and like in this kind of jovial, kind of like angry scene yeah. with Harold, where I like got to kind of rip into Harold, like, what do you mean? Like, and then go from that to being full support comfort <laughs> bonin. <laughs> for potential having a breakdown. <laughs> I um, mean, what? No, I didn't do that. What, what do you mean? Um, um, yeah. Why would I Why would I do a thing like that to my lovely friend? Um, but also, I think, just as a player, it is also important, players, to check in on your DM because you will give them emotional whiplash too <laughs> because you will do things that they are not expecting. You will put them in situations with NPCs that they are not expecting. And it is only fair to make sure that they are good too. Um, Ben and I had a very long conversation about um, Jay. Jay? Is Jay the character Mm, name? Jay, yeah. Thank you. I was like, "Mm." Um, because... uh, Like, because we did, and that's that's one of the things... Like, we've talked about a lot of the NPCs and their relationships with Potentia, their relationships with each other, their... Like, how do you... You know, if something had gone catastrophically wrong with Jerk House made of Jerk, what does that do to Michael and Gore and their night? And what does that do? Like, you are putting the DM in those shoes as well. So mm-hmm. if your DM is checking on you, check on your DM. They are a human too. They are not just an ideas monkey that spits ideas at you. I'm and, not a... And- oh, what's... what's? I think there's a great example I've heard where it's just like uh, trauma tour guide. Yeah, no. No, you're not. Disguised as a goblin? 
you're a friend. Like you, it is collaborative. We're all in it, which means we all have to check on each other. Mm-hmm. That's the point. And I can guarantee you, if you're a person who watches Critical Role, Dimension 20, those big games, um, Nadpod, they all do it to each mm. other. They all check on in each other. Yeah, you, you can you see watch like, it. like you see Matt Mercer like I like eye checking people during like after moments and seeing things like just like checking them. But also the stuff that's not Ed. Yeah. Like yeah. I I will I would put money on the fact that half of the lunchroom after a Dimension Twenty recording session is we all good we all good we all good because that's they're all improvisers and I can tell you that's what we all do because <laughs> we're mm-hmm. like who needs who needs five what do we need do we need a hug do we need extra space what's the go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're all putting it all on the line, and that's that's it. That's that's the game. Um, it's the name of the game, really, um, in 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 a big sense. All right, um, Ben, it is four seventy four. It is it is seven forty seven for me, which means it's almost eleven o'clock for you. Yes, I think it is only fair and reasonable that we um, do one last question, which is from chat. Oh, well, I'll now do two from chat because I saw a second one that's in there. And then okay. uh, do the big reveal of the big reveal thing that we've been um, mm-hmm. teasing all day, last couple mm-hmm. of days. Um, so I'm just going to give you that heads up so that you can prep a scene change uh, yes. for that. Because we have things to show you. Um, but uh, if wizards are the ones that make the spells, does that mean Potentia could, in theory, design spells for Harold, Meredith, or herself, and maybe even other NPCs? I mean, in theory. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Would yes. she? Um, I think we've to create a spell requires a lot of time and resources and uh, you could I mean I'm an elf I got time I got nothing but time like you could create like someone's PhD can be making a spell yeah They, they research a specific spell or a specific field of magic and they devote their time to creating a spell Mm. uh Tasha's hideous laughter um Mordekainen's like like all like all of those wizards, all those named characters. Tiny hut. Tiny hut. Tiny hut. <laughs> Tiny hut. Um like Snillock, Snowball. Like they're all wizards who Melf's minute meteors? Melf minute yeah. Um although I think in the lore Tasha actually has stolen a bunch of spells and then named yeah. after herself. Anyway. Um but like they're all characters who have uh created spells or perfected spells and then those spells have gotten into the world. Um, so yeah, you can, and like there are rules in the DM guide, I think. Yeah, there's, uh, there's stuff in the DM's guide and a couple of other books about how that about works. how to make spells. Um, yeah, and I mean the simplest thing is like take a spell, modify it. Like I want to make a ice version of fireball. I want to make a acid version of fireball. Like okay, great. You're gonna have to take time to research it. It's at this level spell. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so. Absolutely. The the question about whether Harold could learn it is different because Potentia is an arcane caster. Harold's yeah. nature Harold's magic comes from mag- comes from nature. From nature. Uh it would be unlikely that Potentia could create a spell that would or cross that gap. Yeah. I think like Meredith, unless I was maybe? making something that was like a conjuration thing that was nature inspired like mm. conjuring plants conjuring yeah something yeah. I, I, you'd, you'd have to uh, conjuring stars i don't know mm-hmm. something that I mean, did, it would yeah. have to be something that would link neatly i guess to yes. 
his magic in order for that to mm-hmm. make I mean, There are definitely sense. some spells that like a druid, a wizard, and a bard all get access to. Um, <laughs> druid, a wizard, a bard, walk into a bar. Mm-hmm. This uh, isn't the start of a joke, it's the start of a friendship. Still my favourite piece of marketing I've ever made. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely she could make a spell. Uh, it would take time. I don't know if they would all be able to get it. She would... I mean, yeah, she could do it. Yeah, the short answer, yes. Short answer, yes. Long answer, meh. Effort. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's certainly a, 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 fair, a fair statement. Um, I also think it's hard because of backstory things that I think will progressively come out based on Ben and Mai's recent conversations and planning and plotting and awfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some stuff about her family that hasn't come to light yet, which is fine and intentional, and we are deliberately not dumping everyone's backstory mm-hmm. in one go. That's a very deliberate choice, <laughs> just for clarity. Um, but I am acutely aware that people are curious. Um, we get regular questions to the common room stuff about Potentia's family and last name and stuff, and I'm like, I can't tell you yet. Yeah. Um, but it would be a very odd thing for her to choose to do because of the kind of wizard that she is. Yeah, I, That's I would like... a sentence with so much loaded, coded content. <laughs> yeah, I would like to see a question for a future common room to maybe make yes. note. Yes. If you if your character could make a spell... What spell would it be? What spell would it be? All right, hang on. I will like, write it. Like... Oh. Yeah. If... Eh. Eh. Like, ben. like based on your character, like like ha- Harold's, uh, Harold's tiny no Meredith's tiny feast. Like, sorry, I'm fine, I'm good. Um, like yeah, or like um, uh, yeah. There's there's potentially uh, a lot of options that people would have for mm-hmm. spells. Um, mine would probably be like storage related or like a way to make familiars not go bamf quite so easily uh which would be so which would be sick but it'd be hard to do and you have to ba- you have to balance it in terms of the rest of the world so it's, it's potential familiar orphanage just i would argue that it would be a last name driven yeah. naming protocol yeah. which means which that would, i would struggle is, a lot yeah uh, <laughs> why it wouldn't happen oh it's why it wouldn't happen at all yeah. um but I mean, you know, I, I feel like Bonin's some like Bonin's um, basket of books is a is something that I, I want to see, and it's just like a way to carry books around. The, that's like a little floating way that books can move around the library or something. It's like a modified right. tenses floating disc. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, but the last question we've got here that I want to ask and answer, uh, and then we're going to go to special news, is if you had to dress up as someone from Dungeons and Doctorates, who would it be, Ben? Can I say who would it be? Like which of our, which of the player characters across all of the D and Doctorates like episodes that we've had? Who would it be? And then also who of your NPCs would you dress up like? Because I feel like for you, those are different things. Yeah. And I'm making it that like we have it harder because we've got all of your characters to handle. Yes. If it's not ours, but like yes. I'm not letting you get away with some of the one you created, like, I don't know, the one that's your character that you get to be and get to throw a lot of yourself into. I'm in the unfortunate position where I have facial hair and unwilling to shave it off for a costume. Mm. Uh, and 
there are only so many characters that do have facial hair. So I, I guess like I guess I could wear a, like a mask for some of them. Like if I was to go as Bonin, for example, I would be wearing a dragon head mask. So like that yeah. is an option. Uh, if we're not like not taking into account facial hair. Um, I mean, cos cosplay it, but also you can do it the um. Okay. The I'm a I'm a T version. I'm a TV I'm a I'm a variant version yeah. of I'm a bearded variant. I mean, uh, I saw a great I saw a great Gaston femme Gaston at, at PAX Australia who was mm. carrying uh, five 12 pack egg cartons, and I died because it's perfect. No mm. notes. Um, now that I'm grown, I ate five dozen eggs, and they're roughly the size of a barge. It's great. Okay, so picking, <laughs> no notes. picking characters. Yeah. Um, like, in, like actual player character characters. Yes. Um, I'd like to do a gender swap potential. Oh yeah. I think I can have fun with that. I'm not. I I don't think I'm You're sure enough. Pote- fun- functionally potential's brother, but yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. I think in, like in the in the glam in the glam not Halloween but Halloween dress. I reckon you could rock a bit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but like at the same time, if I'm if I'm properly cosplaying, mm. gender flipped um, Meredith would be so cozy and like yeah. enjoyable to be. Is that like to embody that character would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, NPCs is tough because there's a lot of them. Mm. I'm not buff enough to be uh, like Gore or Michael. Um, I don't have hair long enough to be Michael. I could wear a wig. Um, yeah. Bonin would be fun. Um, chat. Just by the way, I'm interested in your opinions as well. Like, who would you be if you could? You could if I if I could if I could be character. a live action version of one of these characters yeah. as like a costume. Mr. Red would be a lot of fun. Um, oh, we get into so much fun dressing as kobolds. Mm-hmm. Like in the same way that you you can see kids at cosplay conventions dress as Jawas and like run around and like steal things and like it's cute because they're kids being Jawas being kobolds as kids and running around mm-hmm. heisting things would be so much fun yep uh oh just for the absolute hilarity of it like a giant moon crab like <laughs> like, like 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 a like a part yeah, uh, puppet that I I would have to like stand behind in like a black morph suit and like. No, no, we can build it for you. I've got a friend of mine who's built uh, the, the the Pratchett rock golems. So it'd be fun. We'll do it. Um, for me, <gasps> a muppet like a muppet kobold. Yeah. Do a muppet. <laughs> um, I would say from of all of the pcs that we've had i would go i feel like i would have a lot of fun in a suzy methuselah costume just carrying mm-hmm. about a bunch of oozes i think mm-hmm. that'd be great um or as um G, uh, G of D's, uh aristocratic skadoosh bag from that that caper with uh me as the toddle and and i think just the pure aristocracy yeah. and yeah yeah that that would just be so stupid i think it'd be yeah. great zanagami um, points out uh gore in the kubi costume would yeah be a good no costume. I, I, yeah. I i rate that for sure and then because if i was going i when i designed that kubi costume in game i was thinking about it as an actual physical object yeah. how it would work yeah, no, so that, and I think that's so important. Uh, mm. It's it's why that 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 moment in that episode of 
turn into a spider, bamf inside the costume, bamf back down to being a spider. <laughs> so perfect. Um, but no, uh, if I was going for NPCs, um, I'm probably naturally Heidi from the Barbarian Society because mm-hmm. uh, the amount of effort that it would require would be sweet bugger all. Um, or I feel like, it's hello, the bad... Oh, look, it's, it's the bad cat man. It's, it's the one we shouted out earlier when we were talking about It's how well <laughs> all three of you could cosplay your characters. Uh, mm, I don't... I don't agree. I do. I am not. I am not built like Potentia at all. Um, she is vastly too wayfish and annoying. Um, I. I was gonna say my my two NPCs that I would I would go with would be a femmed up Raffi, because mm. I think that would be mm-hmm. again much for the aesthetic than anything yeah. else. Um, Heidi, or I think it would be a really like fun, but in an odd way to do like the the um the ghost thing that I captured using the the spectral, spectral rod. rod. Yeah. Spectral grappling rod. Something like that. My not um, Ghostbusters thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or even actually uh what's his face? The the the, the definitely not vampire. <laughs> He's a vampire. <laughs> no, but like definitely not a vampire. Um uh, yeah. Uh it's okay. Uh, I'm not gonna. Doc- I'm not gonna use your actual name because I feel like it's unfair to call the bad cat man by their their real name. But we were absolutely shouting the praises of the Forgotten Realms wiki earlier um, for all of the hard work that you guys do and that I absolutely used for the PAX panel. And mm-hmm. um, Ben and I were it's like, "Oh, they're so nice to us. What is this? It's a <laughs> we don't understand. It's a great resource." But hey, Ben. Mm-hmm. Speaking of wearable things, mm. should we reveal a new little like? Let's do Fun it. thing. Let's All do right. It. I'm going to whack a link in chat while you switch scenes because Hello. we, Ven and I have been behind the scenes doing a bit of work. Um, we have a new merch store. We've had merch for a while. We've had um, D and Doctorate's merch. Um, just before anyone asks, no, you can't get this graphic as a poster. Um, it is... From my lovely friend Paul Spencer, um, who is a beautiful artist, um, I, we are showing it only. We are not using it for any merch because we don't have the merchandising rights for it. So it's very cool. It's very pretty. It's the Moon Crabs. It's us. Um, but we can't use it for other things. So don't ask any further. Uh, but we have very cool new merch. Um, uh, we have moved across to Fourth Wall for all of our merch, away from Threadless, just because they have Australian, European, US, and Canadian shipping distribution. So it means that you can get your merch much more easier. We are not sponsored by Fourth Wall. We are just using their platform. Um, I want to shout out LNL Covers um, for putting me onto this because who is also a lovely bean and very talented uh, musician um, who uh, does some of the music for Split the Party and a couple of other people. Um, but we have this new website. Um, I have spent too much of the last two weeks, but also not enough time in the last two weeks putting it together. Um, mm-hmm. I feel that. And taken uh, some of the graphics that people knew and loved from our old merch store, Chaotic Nerdy, uh, the Ferromasters Uni logo, and also um, the Dean Doctorates logo, uh, and QB the Gelatinous Cube, obviously. But we have also got new designs and new merch. So Ben, if you wouldn't mind going up to the top and actually clicking on um, 
clubs and societies, please and thank you. Um, so clubs and societies, there are sections. So it's up in the middle, up the top there. There you go. Um, so uh, it these are for some of the clubs and societies that we know and love, uh, like the Adventurers Appreciation Society. We have some excellent merch. Um, particular shout out to that design for the front of that notebook from Ben. Um, we have Enigma Society merch, and we now have Barbarian Society merch as well. Um, ben, I'm sure we'll slow scroll down. So see the Adventures Appreciation Society one on the side there. Um, we have it on lots of things, T-shirts, backpacks, cups, um, caps, all different kinds of things. Um, I even made a tank top for the Barbarian Society because it felt correct. Um, now, Ben has this showing in US dollars. Um, I have We have tried to keep the price down as much as possible, but also the price is consistent across items. So um, it's been a bit tricky and they will those prices will change based on inflation. So just be aware of that. Um, hands up if you want that Barbarian Society glass, by the way, because it looks sick. Um, and we also have a new section that is called uh, Episode Quotes, I think is what I ended up calling it, um, which does have posh whimsy merch at the moment. <laughs> because it's so dumb uh, that we whacked it on a sticker and a couple of other things. So, um, Ben, I'm sure we'll just scroll through and you can talk through some of this, Ben, because you did a lot of the graphic design for these things. Mm -hmm. Um, I just took those designs and stuck them on stuff. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, so Kate has done an amazing job putting uh, the designs you already know and love onto some things. Some new things, stickers, holographic QB stickers, magnets, <laughs> mugs, glasses, uh, all the things, travel mugs. Yeah. Um, and it looks so good. And then we've got, you know, Fairmaster University. So we've got it on uh, polo, the hoodie, tee, um, like uh pol- like uh, polos hoodies t-shirts um stickers nope oh i didn't do notebooks for ferromasters university because i'm just doing some design tweaking them there will be one but it's just not up yet um the cap which is an embroidered cap for those who are interested um so like like this old ferromasters university design very this much is re-bapped. the new one now yeah very much revamped um and like check out check out this this shirt yeah oh hang on Sorry, I think hopefully that's all good. So I did, I did up polos both in. This is the unisex cut. There is a femme cut as well. Um, sorry to those who are listening on um, online. If you do go to merch.dndoctorates.com, you can see all of what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, just having little embroidered polos and stuff like that. Just things that are the campus you know and love, but just the things that you would find uh, that feel natural and native to the world, but also things that you might choose to wear in public that we get to find yeah. um, along the way. Um, yeah, <laughs> shut up. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> okay. If you want, please go buy things. Uh, I love them. My chaotic nerdy is my, my pet design and I love it so very much. Um, I know Joe's got her eyes on a chaotic nerdy sweatshirt. Um, we've also, I've also, uh, endeavored as much as possible to get, make these size inclusive. Um, so where possible, the shirts go up to at least a two or three XL and the hoodies I know go up to a five XL. So I've tried as much as I can to make them ex- as accessible as possible. I am aware that there are size limitations and that with some of the plus sizes, 
there is an additional fee and I'm sorry about that. Um, there's not a lot I can do to control that. That is the hoodie supplier, the shirt supplier that whacks that on top. Um, but this hopefully, because the shipping will come down, because a lot of those ones are also shipped from Australia, the EU, the US and Canada, um, your shipping prices will go down, which means that you will also have um, that, I don't want to say flexibility, but that will go down even if the the, the prices are a little bit inflated for, for those larger sizes. Um, yes, I am super stoked with what we've managed to come up with um, and come out with. There will probably be some more things that I'll add later, but I didn't want to hold it out any longer. Um, most of the shipping times are pretty good. Um, I will warn some of you that some of the objects do ship only from the US. Um, so the tumblers, for example, and I think the glassware as well. Um, but a lot of the shirts will ship Australia local. Um, the, the plain white mugs ship Australia local. The normal looking stickers, not the holographic ones, ship locally. I don't quite understand why the holographic ones don't, but you know, what it, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, as much as possible, we have done that. Um, I am also looking at doing beanies, but I was having issues with the rendering. So I am working towards adding those. So those will come in the, probably in the next week or so. Um, but yeah, if you have ever wanted to support the podcast, but do, uh, don't love throwing money at Twitch subs, which is absolutely fine. Or, um, we also have a Kofi if people want to do that and don't feel like taking anything from us. Um, all of the money from these things goes into um, the pot of money that pays for the hosting of the podcast, essentially. Um, ben and Ross and myself and Joe have thrown money at this project for two years and we'd just like to make it a little bit less our financial burden and a little bit more something that we're breaking even on. Um, any money that we do make is going to go back into merch and better mics and better audio equipment and music and things Paying like that. Paying artists um, for more art. Yeah, paying artists for more art. Um, QB the Dejectless Cube was a um, sourced piece of artwork um, mm -hmm. that we paid someone for. So um, we really love it and we hope you do too. Um, it's been a long time coming for us to move to this kind of site and I'm really grateful to both um, Lockie from LNL Covers and uh, to Matt Brown because we had a big back and forth about it. Um, and there's also, yeah, like a lot of stuff, there's lots of colours as much as possible. Um, some of the designs aren't on light-coloured shirts because they looked bad, and so I didn't put them on light-coloured shirts. Um, also, like the red, the the Feramustis U one that Ben's showing now uh, doesn't work on a yellow shirt because it looks bad, so I didn't put it on one. Uh, but if you do have specific requests, especially around colours, things like that, um, do reach out to us. Um, I will do my best to update things like that. Um, you'll notice, for example, with um, the... Adventurous Appreciation Society logo on T-shirts. Um, there is a light version and a dark version um, just so that we could have them because the design worked well on both um, of those. But yes, uh, we did We did want to kind of give you all a quote-unquote present for sticking with us for two years uh, because it's been a little over two years now since we launched the podcast, uh, which is wild, realistically, uh, that that's happened. Uh, and that we've met such wonderful people. Um, and we know that there are potentially people who want to gift themselves things for Christmas or gift each other things for Christmas. So we wanted to get this out um, as soon as possible um, to all of you. Um, 
particular shout out to the tiny magnets because I know that that's the kind of thing that I would have on my uh, just the little Firmasis cube magnet for my fridge at uni would have been would have been great. Um, yeah, if you have thoughts about other designs, please don't hesitate to reach out to us as well because yeah, if there's a quote from like a, a thing. yeah. I'm sure there are quotes that I like. I say all the time, I'm like, that's a quotable thing we should put on merch. And I'm like, I don't remember what they are because I don't listen back to my own episodes because it's weird to listen to the sound of my own idiot self. Um, but yeah, we do hope that you like them. Um, Posh Whimsy is only on a few items at the moment. Um, so Ben, if you don't mind just showing those off for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, that is just more because we wanted to give you a sense of what it could go on. Um, I'm still playing with, with that design a little bit um, as to what else it'll go on. But I figured that... Wine, a wine tumbler, a t-shirt, and a, uh, a holographic sticker felt felt appropriately posh whimsy um, enough to at least get us going with um, mm-hmm. in that respect. So, yeah, um, and yeah, I, I know Ben kind of got sick of me being like, "Could you just adjust this and this? Could you just make this like this so that I can make uh, this I've look like, like this?" And smashing out the designs the past couple. I of want. Weeks. I am the Moon Crab Queen. I just need to work out what the graphic is that goes with it, mm. Paul. I I don't know what it goes with, but it feels like it needs a graphic. Um, feels like a notebook. Feels like a glass. Feels like feels a like a crab with a crown. Feels like a crab with a crown. But is the crown the- on the word crab? Is the rat crown on? Yeah, it's. We have to play with it. We have to work out what that design is. But that might be the next. Maybe maybe we'll throw some more things your way in the new year, folks. Mm. Um, because. Christmas is a great time to have some downtime, right? Right? When we design all the new things for, for 2024. Um, we'll see. But yeah, I, I hope people like them. Um, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I thank all the people whose streams I lurked in while I was designing and <laughs> putting stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to thank Ross for telling me exactly which RAM to buy for my computer so that I could actually do all the rendering because I did not have enough RAM. Um, but uh, I do now and it, it's all rendering beautifully. Shout out to uh, to Matt Brown doing a stream where he was like putting a bunch of stuff onto his own shop and we were like, oh, that looks easy. We could do that. Excuse you. Uh, I no, no, knew sorry, about this no, before no, no. that. I, I went so. and lo- I went and like rewatched his uh-huh. VOD and was like, oh, that looks really cool. We could do these things. Yeah, and I was like, hey, Ben, there's this thing I want to do. And then, like, Matt does the thing. And he's like, oh, yeah, we should do the thing. I'm like, Ben, I... Fine. No, 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 no. <laughs> I said Sorry. It, said you, you said it, and then I was agreeing with you. Yeah. And then I watched yeah, Matt's one about, like, yeah. what options there were to be like, oh, that looks interesting. Yeah. No, I, um, I, I... Matt and Lop from... So Lockie from LNL Covers and I were all in the same stream being like, show us all the... That's how you do it? Oh, my God, that's so easy. We're going to go make things right now. Mm. Um, I also... Well, shamelessly promote that I also technically have my own merch store now because I wanted to trial run some stuff before I so technically in existence ah she's creative but she's a threat merch but uh, DM me privately for that one because I don't necessarily want to put it on the internet right now Um, but you know if I ever stream which given I currently now have enough followers to make affiliate if I want to um, just have to do the hours on the internet apparently uh, you know, if I ever do that, then there'll be she's creative, she's a threat, um, and stuff. But, but I do hope people enjoy it. I do hope people um, buy some stuff, help us pay the bills, help us keep the lights on. Um, what is the what are the two or three things, Ben, that you want to get your hot little hands on? <sighs> I don't know. There are some really good designs on here. Um, 
I really like the polo with Fairmasters University. You did specifically it, ask me for that one, it, so I am it's, glad. It's the yeah. kind of shirt that I could wear, and people are just it does like, say, oh, yeah. it, does it does say, say F-U on it. <laughs> Just be aware, guys, the Veramustis University logo, the initials of the uni are FU. So. Yeah. Which was a choice we made. Yeah, we made that choice. It's fine. Um, it could have been UF, which is not like. There, was, not a fun, po- there was a point where I was doing the Barbarian Student Society. I love and that it, logo. It was, and it was like, do I do FUBS? No, because oh, I remember the original design and I was like, I, I can't put that on merch, Ben. <laughs> like, mm. I can't do... And then when you sent me the redesign, I was like, oh, no, yes, this, a thousand times this. Um, yeah, I'm really I happy also... with how the axes line up with the Ferromastus, like the chevron. It's I'm, so good. I'm so happy with how that turned out. I love that like, it's got the campus crest in the middle with the, the text and the colour schemes right and it all looks... It really suits itself and you've done a really good job. I my my Photoshop skills have been pushed to the limit the past couple of days. Uh, yeah, the, that that one was a lot. Um, the, the the Adventures Appreciation Society. I'm so happy that it turned uh, out so simple. The logo yeah. looks so good. So, I, so I felt so bad when, because you. So for those who are looking at the graphics while I'm talking, or when you go to look at them, um, on the notebook is part of the original design that Ben sent me, which is the um, sort of semicircle section of this design, and it had this beautiful curly text underneath, and I was like, Ben, that's a very pretty poster. I can't put that on a T-shirt. I need the logo version. Yeah, it was too. He, it was too. It was too, too fine, much. Too it was fine. too detailed, and I was like, yeah. "I love it," but I no. Can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, when then you I sent did... me the Adventurous Appreciation Society, I was like, "Yes, this can go on everything. This is perfect. No notes." And then I took the two designs you sent me, the circle and the logo, and I combined them for the notebook. And I'm going to probably turn the notebook into a poster as well. I'm mm-hmm. just getting the um, proportions right, which at the moment it's. Notebook proportions, not poster proportions. So yeah. But yeah. Um, I just think they've come out so well and I hope people love them. I want, personally, I want that Adventures Appreciation Society notebook because I think it looks sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I want the a chaotic bag. nerdy jumper because I mostly made that for me because yeah, sure. that's, that's who I am as a human. Um, a bit of me wants a posh whimsy wine glass because I feel like just sitting there swirling Posh whimsy. Um, feels, uh, it is not the Bad Cat Man. It is not based on the UWA logo, despite my having graduated from there. The, the Ferromasis University logo is not based on that. It just happens to very much look like it is. Uh, but um, I just think Posh yeah. Whimsy as a beverage glass uh, is is cool. Uh, just, yeah, just replace this one with a dragon and it's basically the UWA logo, Ben, just for reference. I mean, I, ju- I, ju- I looked up... Uh, like university like crest like yeah, shields and then I was like okay well it's gonna be books and magic yeah. and so I went with books um, and fire so uh, just to just to show you Ben what it looks like um, I'm just gonna put in our uh, our two way chat in um, in the discord mm-hmm. um, just what the UWA logo is <laughs> and you might see why why the bad cat says that? 
which chat? Uh, in our oh. Discord. In our Discord. <laughs> Just have a quick look. Without closing the window. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm very acutely aware of it, but like, yeah, if the fire was this uh, one. Um, I've never seen that before. And I know that. <laughs> but, but like the, the, um. It's great, right? Um. Suikun, Vixla, the the draconic uh, uh, thing, which we don't have anymore because we we've changed the design. But we could we could put that old sign up here as well. Oh man, um, that like the it's a black swan toxic shock because of uh, mm. because of WA. That but, so that yeah, but that that um, draconic uh, yes. slo- like slogan motto yeah. um, translates into like. Uh, seek knowledge, find wisdom. Yes. And the apparently the UWA is just seek, seek wisdom, wisdom. <laughs> which is wild that that is. I didn't do that. No. I, just just to be very clear, place that I have two degrees from. We didn't steal this. Ben did this design. Ben is from not this state and has lived in never this state. Yeah. It's just coincidental that seek wisdom. Uh, and it looks a little, little like that. Uh, huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm all about it. Wow. Um, oh, the other thing for people to note, by the way, uh, if you go Ben to the Feramasters you um, mug. Ah, uh, yeah. There is a mug that appears to have QB the gelatinous cube on it. Uh, so mm. scroll down. It's the official Feramasters University mug. Um, there it is. It is. Uh, the reason it has QB, it has QB on one side. And it has the Feramusters University logo on the other. So it is a dual-sided mug. That's why it's the official Feramusters University mug, because it is the FU with the... Um, mascot. With the mascot. QB. Yeah, mascot of QB, the gelatinous. We might need to change that first image to be the Feramusters University image. Uh, I can't, because it's also in the QB collection, and uh, it's uh, it doesn't have a good okay. angle that allows you to have both. So I have just okay. left it there, but it does have both on it. Um, if you click on it, you can see that it does. So yeah. I've, I've kind of yeah, yeah. let it be. Um, this, this backpack yeah. looks very cool. Yeah, uh, the uh, Adventures Appreciation Society one. Yeah. It's great. Um, it's I, I was going to do a Feromosis U version, but I actually just think the Adventures Appreciation Society deserve their own backpack. Um, I would also like to point you, Ben, click on the backpack if you haven't already, um, and just read the text that I wrote for it, because I think I'm... Uh, just as much of a dumb person. Uh, and yes, uh, Paul, if you get the backpack, you can hold all your match packs next year. That's fine. Well done, Kate. Um, <laughs> my solid, terrible 50 solid. foot of heaven rope joke. Yeah, solid clap. <laughs> well done. Uh, some of, I, I'm not going to lie, some of the text that I've written on them is my favourite part about some of them. <laughs> so, uh, and most of them have not got copy-paste text because I couldn't remember what I wrote. <laughs> so I just wrote new stuff. Um, it's little, yeah, e- I, little Easter eggs you can go and find. Little Easter eggs. Um, the other one that's great is I think it's the Barbarian Society bag. The tote bag. The yep. tote bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, which is just you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the the final ellipsis that made me really happy. Maybe. But yes, if you want to see my sense of humor, it's written in a lot of the um a lot of that uh stuff. 
um, I will also point you out. Adventurers can be appreciated regardless of the season, so sometimes we all need a long sleeve, which is mm. for the Adventurous Appreciation Society long sleeve light logo. <laughs> um, uh, there will also be an Adventurous Appreciation Society long sleeve dark logo one. Um, it's just that the dark logo colours were a bit, were mostly out of stock, so I didn't want to make it a hard one for people to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we have merch now. It's very cool. It's very dumb. Um, it's very fun. Uh, I hope people like it. I hope people buy this so that I didn't pour so many hours into doing it. Ben didn't pour so many hours into doing it. Um, but yes, um, we hope you enjoy it. We hope you uh, find a bit of love in it and just continue to support the show because we appreciate you all. Um, and yeah, just get a little bit more chaotic nerdy in your life. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but Ben, you didn't say which ones you want. You want the backpack, I'm guessing, based oh, on yeah, your the love back, for the backpack. The backpack lo- looks so good. Uh, the polo shirt, because getting the Fairmaster University logo embroidered on something is like a level of wearing your own merch, which is like yeah. not just not just screen printed, embroidered kind mm-hmm. of thing. That's really yeah. cool. Um, yeah. You can also get it on a cap, Ben. You want to get it on the cap. <laughs> Do we have the Just in time for the height of summer? Do we have the Adventures Appreciation logo on a cap? We don't. Um, the Adventures Appreciation Society one is going on a beanie. Ooh, because, I like that. Uh, it felt more correct. Um, I, I like can that. do it on a cap if you want, but I just it's the cap um, design space is a re- is a like narrow rectangle, so uh, yeah. it, would, it would be quite a short design, mm-hmm. and it's it, I just don't think it would be as good. So, um, yeah. I feel like I, I'll probably end up getting this. The dark logo which, on that. Which one? Adventures uh, oh, Appreciation. Appreciation Society dark logo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So many I, things. I did a lot of a lot of so a lot of this um, for those who are interested. I did without Ben and the rest of the cast seeing. I did a lot of the the creation side of what objects that were going on and things. Mm-hmm. Magnet. And just let them give me and, and Ben just gave me a whole bunch more um, graphics in the styles that I requested and the, the formatting I requested to to make it all happen. So yeah, um, yeah, it's uh, there. It is. There's the Fairmaster's University cap uh, with the embroidered logo. Um, yeah. Rep the university you wish you'd gone to. I yeah. Look, I didn't write that in the copy, but. Uh, I don't even remember what I wrote for the copy for the that one. Is that an embroidered? D and Doctorate, Dungeons and Doctorates. Yes, it's on the back. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, My uh, Ferromustis U hoodie says, classic uni hoodie for those hours curled up reading papers or those mornings after a long night partying with the Barbarian Society. Because that's what uni hoodies are for, right? Um, I need to come up with more designs because now I want to read all of the things that you've written. And come up with new designs to see what you can come up with to write for them. Look, look, if people want specific things, you just have to tell tell us what it is and we will look at what we can do. I is think the next one might be the Moon Crab one. Moon um, Crab, I am the Moon the, Crab Queen. The Bard Student Society. I mean, I want a Bardic one, but we haven't really had enough time with them to know yeah. what their logo is yet. It's true. Um... Also, uh, if people want, I will do lawful and neutral nerdy ones, but Chaotic Nerdy sold so much more than everything else, so I just didn't do the other ones. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like we're all just a little bit chaos. But Ben, we are we have been here for three hours. Um, I feel like we should let... Oh, it's a... Uh, so, Paul, the Posh Whimsy beverage thing is technically a wine tumbler. 
um, but it says it can be used for hot or cold beverages. So we didn't want to specify that it had to be for wine, especially if people don't drink. Um, we wanted to make sure that it was more broadly usable um, for people. So it is technically a wine glass, stemless wine glass, but there is mm. no reason that that is what it has to be um, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, at all. I love that as so, I was, this is behind the scenes, like behind, behind uh, the scenes. As I was designing the Posh Whimsy logo, yeah. I, I sent it to the group chat. <laughs> and it's not the, whimsy enough. <laughs> and and the, yeah, the feedback I got was more whimsy. More whimsy. <laughs> ben, where's your whimsy? <laughs> so I had, to add, I had to add more whimsy to it. You did, and you added little flowers and little sparkles, and it was all very good. Yes. Uh, a friend just, of mine saw the logo today while I was at work, and she was like, it is posh and whimsical. I'm like, I know. You did a really good job. I did a lot of, like, um, I, I looking up, like, uh, Regency era, like, stationery to, like, yeah. get all the, the swirls and stuff. It very much has that vibe, and I think, uh, I think it is great. Uh, but, yes, if people want to buy things for themselves, you absolutely can now. Please feel free to spend some time. Uh, looking at that stuff. Um, I haven't meant to make this like a half an hour plug for our <laughs> merch store, but uh, it kind of is that. Um, but yeah, we just hope you like it and um, that you can see yourselves in some of them. Um, we, I think Ben and I both got a lot of kick out of seeing um, seeing a lot of people with stuff at PAX. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously we think it's more important that there are pieces of merch that you want and that you like and their designs you like. So we will be monitoring like what gets bought, um, what kinds of things people want, um, and, and do let us know because, uh, we say some really stupid things on the internet and sometimes they deserve to be put immortalized. Um, sometimes we say them not on our show. Sometimes we guest uh, on other people's shows. Look, Ben, kids be murdering is my favorite quote from you ever. Um, but yeah, Ye- no, yelling uh, into a phone. Kids be <laughs> murdering. Kids be murdering. Oh, but yeah. Um, there are also other uh, things that we can do, but again, a lot of them are non-Australian, so we just don't want to yeah. limit that too much. Actually, Ben, um, just just before we go, I just want you to read the copy for the chaotic nerdy hoodie because I that's my. I, I lied. This is my favorite copy that I wrote. I was just trying to look for it to find it. To, uh, chaotic, chaotic nerdy. nerdy. Yeah. Um, while you do that, I will figure out who we're going to go a raiding to. Chaotic nerdy shirt? Chaotic nerdy hoodie. Yeah. Chaotic nerdy hoodie. You might find it easy to click chaotic nerdy, the collection yeah. at the top that says chaotic nerdy because yes. I designed it that way so that it Chaotic nerdy. Chaotic nerdy. Shirt. Hoodie. Yeah. Race, university student, class, on campus, alignment, confirmed. confirmed. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> Full stop. Um, okay, where was I? I was checking who we're going to go a raid in tonight. Because um, it only feels appropriate to raid some of our fellow TTRPG people. Um, chat, what are we feeling? Are we? I, I kind of am tempted to go and raid a lovely makers and crafters streamer who do, who's painting some miniatures today. Mm-hmm. Um, unless anyone has anywhere they particularly feel like going, um, because I feel like that is. I happen to know it's a lovely space. It's a little more sweary, so if anyone's got littles um, around, maybe uh, don't follow us through. But. Um, I don't have anyone else I particularly... Are the Eldritch Scribe alive? Are you guys still live? Or have you gone... I thought you had gone offline. Hold, please. 
Oh, that's your life. We're going to go raiding the Eldritch Scribe. Um, they are a lovely, lovely group of uh, TGRPG humans. They are... I've not been live for that long, I don't think. How long have you been live for? They've only been live for 20 minutes. We're going to go raiding over there. Um, we're going to go see Des and uh, Co. They are playing D&D tonight, so they may not be super active in the chat, um, but a lovely bunch of buggers um, who I appreciate quite a lot for just generally being a welcoming bunch of beans. So, uh, you don't, you can't raid me, sir, because I am not live and I would have to stream seven times in, or however many times over seven days, eight hours over four streams over seven days or something uh, for you to do that. But uh, we're going to go raiding now. Um, If you would... Uh, so they're gonna, we're going to go raid in about eight seconds. Um, come across with us. They're a lovely bunch of buggers. Um, they're not Australian, but, you know, we'll forgive them for that. Um, but please do take care of yourselves. Uh, check out the merch store. We love mm-hmm. you. Uh, we will see you next time uh, here on stream or in your ears uh, with more episodes of Dungeons & Doctorates every Thursday, roughly. Uh, yeah, every usually, Thursday. Um, usually, sometimes, occasionally, Friday morning if stuff doesn't load properly. Yeah. Uh, but do do come hang out. Um, we appreciate you all. Uh, we will see you next time. Um, Ben's going to take us to a... Uh, we're getting out of his screen, and I'm going to press right now. So, see you. Stay safe. See you next time. Bye.